0: How often are you using video to build your brand and gain the connections you need to build your business? Seems like a simple question, but video seems to intimidate entrepreneurs with the pressure of looking and sounding perfect. Today, my special guest, Heather Hukari, is a video expert with over 20 years of experience. She is going to give you all her tips and strategies to master video with just your phone no special equipment, or hiring expensive pros. Video is on demand, and this episode will help you create simple videos with confidence. Get ready to hit that record button. But before we dive in, I want to leave you with this scripture. Hebrews 13, verse 6 says, So we say with confidence, The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Think of this scripture the next time you record a video. Hey there, sister. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast. I'm your host, Allison Shoals, and I am on a mission to help mompreneurs like you ditch the Instagram overwhelm and take control of your time on the app and build an extraordinary brand and business, but still be fully present with your family and just be crazy happy with your life. This show is filled with Instagram strategies, marketing hacks, branding, and business tips with a side of coffee and Jesus. If you're ready for some juicy content, you know what to do. Hand your kiddos those tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee, whiskey, or wine, and let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. And we are gonna be diving into a topic that I actually enjoy, I have no problem doing, but I know a lot of you either listening in your car or sitting at home or sitting behind the computer, you're probably going to freeze when I mention the word video. And I know a lot of people are very hesitant about getting their face on camera and speaking to their audience with their voice but i know it's super important and my guest today heather knows the power of video and she's going to encourage all of you
1: to take action today and do some video so welcome to the show heather thanks i'm excited to be here and yeah you're right i'm a video advocate and fan so i will try to pump everyone up and get them get them in front of that camera
0: awesome i love that now before i dive into my questions and getting into video Give us a little background in your experience with video and why do you focus on teaching your audience not only how to use video, but specifically you're into the camera phone, like the iPhones. A lot of people might be thinking like, oh, an actual, you know, a thousand dollar camera taking video, but you mainly teach through using your trusty
1: little phone. So tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah. Well, first of all, your phone is basically a thousand dollar camera, right? That's true, right? <laughs> it's about the price point. And uh, it's actually a really good camera, but yeah. So I, I've always loved video. I grew up kind of as a video kid, like I watched a lot of TV. I just always thought it was kind of magical, you know, like seeing, seeing video, it's just like this special medium. And I had a dad that loved home video. So he took a lot of home videos on the old camcorder in the 80s and I'm so grateful because they were so fun to watch they still are seeing yourself as a child is just like amazing <laughs> and great for our kids nowadays because you know I film my son all the time on my phone <laughs> my phone, phone rolls just tons of clips of him right like everybody else who's a mom but yeah I just thought, I just thought it was really fun and I just kind of knew from an early age I was going to work in video you know it was never really a thought otherwise so I I Did that? I just kind of went all in in college and learned how to how to make video, how to produce and shoot and edit, and have always just done that on a professional level for a bunch of different companies and people and types of videos, and it's been really good experience. But when yeah, when smartphones came around, you know, like 2007, and they kept getting better and better, you know, it was uh, eventually I was like, huh, maybe I should shoot video on this. Like seems kind of convenient, right? It's like Mm -hmm. a camera in your pocket. And I was just really amazed at how good it looked. And I kind of looked into it and I was like, oh, it's because they have really good cameras on these phones. That's really cool. And then it just kept me on every generation of iPhone and also Androids too. Like these are great, great, great cameras. They really, truly are really high quality cameras and people have a lot of power in their pocket by having that camera. So I was kind of like, I don't know, for a long time, people, a lot of people probably still think this. They think video has to be done by a professional. And as a professional video person, I'm going to tell you, that's not true. Like you actually have the power to make really good looking videos yourself. And you don't need to hire a professional. There's always room for professional video to be made in certain certain circumstances, but small business owner. You don't have a huge budget. You don't have to outsource video. You can absolutely learn how to make it yourself, learn how to make it look good and do it on a tool that you already have. So when I realized that people could do that, anyone could do that. I really wanted to teach people like everything I know about film theory and camera movement and what makes a shot good and all of that. I wanted to translate all that to doing it on your phone, teaching people in a way that's easy to understand and actionable so that they could just actually go do it. So I really, I like empowering people, showing them that video is not rocket science. It's a skill that can be learned and really anyone could do it. So let me ask you this,
0: Heather, because I know that you believe, and I also believe that if you are in any sort of business, small business, network marketing, you have your, if you're a coach, if you have your own products, you have your own services, even if it's just like your little side hustle, you believe that video can really be helpful to the business, to the brand. A a mompreneur might be asking like, well, why should I do video? Because if they're in network marketing and maybe they have a team and they're just, you know, doing their thing online and they're doing their posts on Instagram or in their Facebook groups, why is video essential to help them grow?
1: So you're, As a small business owner, your brand really is you, right? I mean, you might be selling skincare or whatever, pottery, candles, variety of things, but you're really the brand. You're the person, you're the face, you're the creator. This is your passion. And people, we're kind of in an age where people want to see other real people and connect with them. I don't know if it's, I'm sure it's partially pandemic where people are just starving for human connection in a way. And getting you, your face, your brand on video and speaking to your camera as though you're speaking to your ideal client, your customer, your friend, that's going to make people feel like they know you and they're connected to you. And that's really powerful. That is more powerful than a product photo, you know, like, Mm -hmm. sure, you can show your skincare off. Great. Definitely do that. But also why don't you jump on camera and talk about why you like the skincare or why you like your brand so much or, you know, what being a small business owner means to you. And that's going to attract people on a different level. It's going to give them that emotional connection. They're going to get to know you in a way that sort of clones you and your reach, right? So they're, you're making a video as though you're talking to one person and putting that out there and it lives on, on Instagram or wherever. And that's, in a lot of ways, easier than you booking 500 Zoom calls where you have to uh, use that time to actually get in front of someone and talk to them. It gives them a taste of who you are and makes them feel like you're doing that. And it took you a few minutes to make that video or whatever the case, and it lives on a lot longer. So it's a super powerful medium to connect you to people, to expand your reach and really honestly save you time too.
0: Yeah, I love that. And speaking of video, I want you to clarify for the audience because someone who's watching or listening they might be thinking to themselves, oh, I have to do video. And they might be thinking it needs to be like this elaborate project. They need to totally plan. They have to have the perfect title. They have to have the perfect transitions. So what is your definition of video? Can jumping in your Instagram stories and just speaking to your audience, giving a quick two minute tip, like, is that video to you?
1: Yeah, it definitely is. Yes, definitely is video. But there are different different ways to use video. I think that's what you're getting at there. And honestly, Stories is a really good start. It's a really good starting point. If you are one of those people that's scared, camera shy, not sure what to say, don't feel confident on video, Stories is a great place to start because they disappear in 24 hours. <laughs> so let's say you make one and you're like, oh, that was so dumb. I sound so stupid. Blah. Um, that's okay. Because yeah, some people will see it. But then it's going to go away. And okay, whatever. It was good practice, you know? Plus, stories are a place where you can be more casual. Like, quality is secondary in stories, honestly. It doesn't have to be lit perfectly. You don't have to have a microphone. It's just more kind of lifestyle in the moment. So, you know, you can even hold your phone and do it, which is not something I recommend a lot because I'm a really big fan of stability because I don't like mm-hmm. watching video like this shaky. But in stories, that kind of thing sort of, slides, you know, and that's okay. So I think stories is is actually a really, really good place to start, but yeah, you getting on stories and talking is still a video and is still great because it's people getting to know you, seeing your face, you getting comfortable on camera, understanding what is going to look good or not look good or sound good. And then there's video that might be a little bit more highly produced, something that you want to make to live on your website or on YouTube, something that's like maybe a core video that's like an about me and my business, where you're saying... Hey, you know this is who I am. This is my business. This is what the products I sell. And you're showing those products. You're showing yourself. There's maybe music, graphics, stuff like that. Where it's thought out, takes a little bit more work, a little bit longer. Uh, it takes a little bit more skills to put that kind of thing together. All of that's still very doable on your phone. Uh, but that video uh, also counts, you know. And having a video like that on your landing page, let's say, can increase your conversion by like eighty percent just by having a video on your landing page. So those videos are super worth making, but not every video has to be like that. With social media, you know, reels are a huge deal, right? And reels can be you talking to the camera or it could be you uh, just having a trending audio and some text and that's it. And maybe you're just sitting there looking at the camera or you're pointing or you're showing your product, but that's also a video that counts and will get you some, some reach and some boost, hopefully, And uh, yeah, it's kind of like no video is not worth making at this point. (laughs) Like I think all video is valuable and people expect video from every brand. So if you're making no video at all of any type, you're kind of like gonna get left behind, I think.
0: Yeah, well, and I think too, video not only helps build your visibility, It, like you said, video is almost the new expectation So I think video also helps build your credibility and what you're doing in your day-to-day business life for sure. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Also, if you, I think this type of video is so powerful. If you can get a client or a a customer to make a testimonial video about you or your product, that is a super powerful video, like uh, testimonials or just user-generated content about you. People love seeing other people talking about a product, right? That is Amazon reviews, stuff like that really sells. So it is kind of hard to ask someone, hey, will you make a video for me if they're not comfortable in video? <laughs> so it's kind of a big <laughs> ask. But I think those are really, really powerful videos. It's like more powerful even than you talking about your own product because obviously you like your own product and you want to sell it. Um, but getting that third party talking about it, then that is super powerful. It's a great way to use it. Are you just too
0: scared to do video? According to Forbes, marketers who use video grow revenue 49% faster than those who don't. But let me guess, you just don't know where to start with video creation, you are scared to step in front of a camera, you've tried video before and failed miserably, or you can't afford to pay a professional. If this is you, you need phone video 101 to learn how to shoot and edit video on your phone. No expensive or clunky gear. Go from camera shy to camera brave, learn every step of editing, learn the tricks of the trade, learn how to compose any shot, and all you need is your phone. Enroll now at phonevideo101.com forward slash go and use the code bosslady to get 25% off. Again, that's phonevideo101.com forward slash go and code bosslady to get a savings of 25%. It's time to leverage video like a boss. Now I want to jump into like some tangible tips because I'm sure the audience is probably wondering, okay, so I'm going to start doing video. So let's start with like Instagram stories or Instagram reels. And they open it up. And I'm sure this happens. This happened to me in the beginning. You literally look at yourself and it's like a deer in headlights. And then you start looking at everything. You're looking at your hair and your face and like your neck and everything. And then the background. So how, what can our listeners or viewers do to prepare themselves to, you know, look good on camera and to feel confident? Do you have some like tips or strategies there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think one thing that really helps is if you really mentally pump yourself up. So think to yourself, whatever your business is, let's say you own an eyelash studio and you do fake eyelashes and that is your thing. And you know a lot about it. You're getting on video to talk about something specific, a new type of lash. Well, let's say I don't ever I don't know what I'm talking about because <laughs> I don't <laughs> it. it look awesome though. I I love I love that type of thing, but I don't ever do it. But uh just pump yourself up. Be like, I am the expert on this type of lash. I I can talk to anyone all day about this thing because I am a subject matter expert. I am I know way more about this than most people that are going to be watching this video. Maybe everyone who's gonna watch the video. So Put yourself as like an authority figure. You know, I am commanding a room on this topic because these people want to know this thing. So if you can get yourself in that space, I think it builds a lot of confidence. I mean, you don't have to know everything. I don't know everything about video, there's a lot of people that know more than I do, even though I've been doing this forever, you know, but I know a lot more about video than a lot of people. So I can easily talk about video because I feel confident in my ability to do that, to like tell people about it. Uh, So I think that's a good place to start. Maybe every day you just tell yourself, I'm an authority. I'm the subject matter expert. I'm confident. And then a really practical exercise I think is really helpful every day for like a week or something. uh, Yeah. Let's say a week, just get, just film yourself talking to, to yourself on the phone and you can talk about anything, you know, talk about those lashes, whatever. You don't have to send this video out anywhere. It's just practice, but I want you to just do it. Talk about the thing. Stop and then watch it back. And at first this might be difficult because you are gonna see all those things you don't like about yourself. You're gonna be like, oh, I don't like the way my voice sounds. Is that really what I sound like? Because nobody likes their <laughs> voice. It's like a given. Um, you're gonna be like, oh, my hair is so much thinner than I thought. You know, you're know, you just gonna pick yourself apart. I want you to just do all of that. Like get all of your cringing out of the way. You know, Just go crazy on critiquing yourself. But then the next day, do the same activity again get back on camera, talk about something different or the same thing, just something you know about, and then watch it back. Get your cringes out of the way. Move on with your day. Next day, do it again. Do this for a week. And by the end of that week, you are, I think you're going to cringe less. You're going to get used to seeing yourself, knowing what you look like on video and knowing what you sound like. And I think you're going to change your mind a little bit. You're going to go, huh, you know, that was actually a pretty good one. I'm not that bad at this or I didn't say I'm um, very many times that was, that's really good. And you'll just slowly get better at it. And you'll also be less critical and it'll be less scary too. So then by the end of that week, you know, hop on a story, like try it out or record something ahead of time, pre-record something and then post it. You know, if you don't want to just do it live, like a story. Uh, but yeah, I think that is, is really helpful for people. Just do it, just practice, look at yourself, get used to it and then keep going from there.
0: Well, and I think too, uh, I think a lot of people think that they have to gain the confidence first and then they'll do the video, which Mm -hmm. really it's the opposite. You actually have to do the video and do it consistently for a while. And then that's where the confidence will come in. You'll actually gain that confidence. And like you said, taking that whole week of practice when holding your phone, you're going to figure out by the end of the week how to exactly angle the phone. Cause a lot of people are going to start down here and then they're going to realize nobody wants to look up your nose. And then sometimes eye level isn't the greatest for just for myself. I like to be like slightly up a little bit. Like you'll figure out your angles and you'll figure out like, oh, I should be looking towards a window and having natural light in. And like you said, now these new fancy phones, I was so excited to get my upgraded phone so I can do the selfie with the portrait mode. I mean, mm. I was, I think that's the only reason why I got the phone. <laughs> we won't tell my husband that that's the reason, but really that was the reason why I got yeah. it. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that's like the biggest thing for our listeners and viewers to know that confidence doesn't come first and then video. The video comes first with many, many ups and downs and self doubts. And then mm. the confidence gets going. I remember even just recording my very first episode for the podcast my gosh that was a hundred and some episodes ago it was horrible i won't even (laughs) listen probably to the first 10 because they were so robotic you can tell that i was nervous but i didn't get confident in podcasting before i podcast so it's the same thing with video you just have to do it and you really just have to kind of laugh at yourself i mean we are not perfect human beings nobody's perfect you are going to trip over your words you know, your eyes might dart, you know, back and forth on your screen. Like, it's just a natural process. It's just like when you're a kid learning to ride a bike or as an adult, you're learning to make a new recipe. I mean, for me, my recipes are never perfect from the first go
1: around. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. It's a skill. It's, it's something that you can learn and it'll get better. And there's a lot of things you can know ahead of time to kind of set yourself up for success. Aside from your confidence on camera, um, there's things, tips about lighting, stability, also where you put the camera, like you were mentioning, being at eye level, not above or below, um, using a a certain type of microphone that makes you sound best. Like for those watching on video, I have a ring light over my computer. If I turn it off um, and just have overhead light on, I look terrible. Like my, I have a lot of shadows under Mm -hmm. my eyes, my eyebrows, you know, it doesn't look good, but if you light your face from behind or the sides of your camera, then you look a lot better. So like knowing some of the technical things, which is like stuff I teach in my course, helps you set, set yourself up for success, you know, before you're super duper confident on camera, at least, you know, it's going to look good and be quality. And that goes a long way too. another really important thing to remember that I was thinking of while you were talking that goes with that is people People want to see other authentic, real people these days. Like we are long past the days of having to look perfect to be on camera. You know, it's yes. actually people pr- prefer seeing other real people. You know, you don't have to go get a blowout and your makeup done professionally to <laughs> jump on and do a real, uh, people want to see the real you I've even heard from this woman who does a lot of, she's a course creator or she teaches other people how to create courses, but she does a lot of ads. On social media and she's tested a bunch of them and the ads where she looks where she's trying really hard looks really polished tries to be super scripted and, you know everything's perfect do a lot worse on click-through rate than the ads where she looks really normal like just messy bun you know she's got like a bunch of kids no makeup it's just kind of like herself not super scripted like those get a lot more click-through which i think is really interesting like people would rather see the real her in her her realness than the polished, oh, I'm trying so hard to be perfect persona, which is great for us. It means you don't have to be perfect on camera. You don't have to look perfect or sound perfect to make a video and get it out there and get traction from it.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with you because just a few years ago, it was all about, especially on Instagram, all about having like that perfectly polished news feed. And, you know, the perfect branded colors and everyone was all made up, you know, almost like that beach style laptop lifestyle, which, you know, ugh, make me gag. But Not now, realistic. yeah, it is unrealistic. So I think now that people are kind of just relaxing and mm-hmm. just being vulnerable and showing them what their life really is like, it actually builds that community and that relationship because people, I and this is just my opinion, I think people would rather do business with other people that mirror their own life experience. Like I am not going to approach someone who looks like they live on a yacht and they look a million dollars every single day. I don't think I would want to associate with that person. There would be no relationship there. would be no like mutual attraction there so Mm -hmm. for myself just showing my background with my the mickeys like everyone knows i'm addicted to you know disney and then i have like my loki hat like this is just who i am and people know that in when i podcast i'm in the corner of my bedroom and there's been times i flip the camera and you know there's clothes all over my bed because i haven't (laughs) folded laundry from two days ago and the dog, and I have a mess on my desk. Like that is reality, but I think it's refreshing because it makes the audience go, oh, so she's real and that makes me feel so much better. And she knows how I feel. And I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing with video. It's not just about getting your message out, but it's it's helping your under or helping your audience understand, like making them feel understood by you. Would you agree yeah. with that?
1: Yeah, I, I, I definitely do agree. People want, especially if you have a service-based business, you know, like you're teaching people how to use Instagram. They see you or how to be successful on Instagram. They see you and you're a real person and they see, you know, your bedroom and all that. And they say, Oh, I'm like her. I want to learn from her. I can be her. You know, she's been Mm -hmm. successful on Instagram. I can, I can also be successful on Instagram. If they saw, you know, um, Jasmine Starr is a big Instagram person that I know comes to mind. She's very polished. She's very successful too, but she's also like started years back when when the perfect feed and all that was kind of the thing. Uh, but she looks less like a real person to me, <laughs> you know. Like she looks extremely wealthy and really uh, done up, you know, all the time. And you know, like that's not really who I relate to. I'm gonna relate to someone more like you, who's like a mom and real and has hobbies and stuff that you show off. So I do think that goes a long way and. And with that being yourself, don't be afraid to turn people off too, you know, like people seeing you on video, that's going to attract your ideal client or customer and they'll see you and either like you or they won't, or they will be like, you know, this podcast is not for me. I'm not, I'm not feeling this podcast. uh, So I'm not going to listen. Okay, great. Like, that's fine. You don't have to win over everybody. And I think some people might have a fear of, oh, if I get on video, they're going to like see me and judge me and they might not like me okay, then lose, lose some followers. That's fine. But you're probably going to attract other followers who do relate to you and want to learn from you and want to buy your product and, you know, want to comment on your videos and stuff. So it's actually a good kind of weeding out process. If we really show up and just let yeah, people decide yeah. what, what they want to do with you and with your service.
0: Yeah. If you're not repelling people, then you're not doing it right.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah it, that's it, not, and yeah. that's like hard to, hard to conceptualize, right. Cause as a small yeah. business like, Oh, I need clients. I need everyone to like me, but yeah, you're, you're not for everyone. It's like like, yeah. with dating or whatever, you know, it doesn't work out. With every, it doesn't work out with most people. Right. So like, I think you're going to attract more people than you will with in the dating world, you know, as a small business owner, but yeah, you do have to just kind of let those things go and that's difficult. But once you are able to do that, I think it'll allow you to be yourself even more to attract your tribe and your the right type of people. Oh, for
0: sure. Now, before we end, I have one final question for you because I'm dying to know Mm because I'm really into video and I'm really into editing apps. So what are your go-to apps? Now we have the person who recorded some video on their phone Mm -hmm. and it's not going to go in their stories. They want it to be a little more polished. Let's Mm -hmm. say they want to put up an IGTV, they want some text on there. They want to add their branding colors, even though it's still them in their authenticity.
1: What are your go-to apps for the mompreneurs to get started? Sure. Well, the, in my course Fun Video 101, I teach in depth an app called Kinemaster. Weird word, but it's spelled K-I-N-E Master. I don't know why that name, but but anyway, but it is. So I, I as a professional editor, editing sort of my my top skill professionally. Um, so I'm like way nerded out about it. So when I tried editing apps, I tried several, I tried a lot. This one, I think has the most capacity to be closest to professional, like as far as what you can actually do with it. Like you could use chroma key, like green screen, something out, you can add layers. You could adjust your keyframes and audio. I don't want to get too technical here, but a lot of really good stuff that you can do that's similar to professional, but also it hasn't an easy to use interface. I think it's pretty user-friendly for anyone that's like used an app before. It's like somewhat easy to pick up and they have a lot of like templates that you could just pick out and add your videos or your pictures, you know, and it's like already kind of made for you, which is nice. A lot of people are using templates because they look fun and they're easy to use. So I think it has a lot of capacity. It's also cheap. It's like $3 a month or $25 or something like that for the year. Or you could do it for free and there's a watermark on your video when you download it. So that's my preferred app. I just know it really well now. And I've been teaching it for a couple of years. There's so many other ones that I think are really good that I hear about. Vita is one that I think it's VITA that's free. I think they probably have upgrades within it, but it's really, yeah, VITA. It's really designed for social media videos. So I haven't gotten super into it, but I do want to kind of go through it soon and see what I think about it. And then LumaFusion is a big one that is also similar to a professional program that's really popular amongst people that already know how to edit. And what do you use currently, Allison? So
0: for myself, I'm very basic, where I just throw my video up and in InShot.
1: Okay. And yeah. Maybe, that's maybe, that's okay. the one I was thinking of. I've heard about
0: that one a lot. It's really oh, okay. good for social
1: media videos too. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. But the other ones that you've mentioned, like I have never heard of these, so you can guarantee I'm going to get on my phone and download them and start messing around with them. But you said something that I want to quickly, what can people learn in your phone video 101
1: course? Yeah. So it's really a course that covers A to Z, everything you need to know about shooting and editing video on your phone. So it's not platform specific. So it's not like this is a TikTok video course. It's just like, here's how to make good video. We go over rules of composition, which is also great for photography. We go through movements, like why and how to move your phone, like why you would do that and when to do that. we talk about shot distances, like when you would get a close up, when you would get further back from the subject, you know, stuff like that, why you would vary that up. And then we get into being on camera. So I talked a little bit about that exercise, but there's a lot more like things to wear things to not wear, how to prepare, how to use a teleprompter app. If that's something that you want to do, if you want to stay scripted, uh, lots of stuff like that, how to set up the perfect talking headshot, which is a video of you just talking to the camera, which is like, obviously super popular on Instagram. I have like a 10 step checklist to always set that up perfectly. And then that's kind of the shooting part. And then there's a giant section on editing basics, how to just trim your clip, but also all the stuff like how to add B-roll, which is secondary footage, how to add music, graphics, sound effects, if you wanted to do that and some other fancier stuff from there. And then (laughs) I'm almost done. I know it's like a really long uh, section here. And then I have a whole section that's behind the scenes, which is like basically being shoulder to shoulder with me as I'm shooting something with my phone, with some small business owners, like fully the shoot and the entire edit too. So you can literally go like step-by-step step and do the exact same thing to make these videos. And then I recently added an entire module just about Instagram video. So it goes through the four ways you do a video on Instagram, reels, stories, IG video, and lives, and kind of when and why you would use each and then how to do them best. Yeah, so the that is the final section right now. And I'm still, I'm continually adding to the course too, because I feel like there's always more stuff about video that people need to always. Know. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, people that buy the course get lifetime access. So they'll always be able to uh, see any new content that comes up. And I know that you were very generous and gave me a coupon
0: code or an affiliate code that our listeners or viewers can actually save some money on the course phone video one one So I'll make sure that that is in the show notes, but where can our listeners or
1: viewers see your work? Well, definitely follow me on Instagram since you guys are all Instagrammers. It's the best at phone video one oh one I post a lot of tips there. I do a lot of reels myself. I recently got a social media manager and she's posting a lot of more stuff for me, like stories and stats and stuff. It was fun and like engaging with people. I highly recommend if you can afford a social media manager, it's like, it's really kind of a great experience so far, so far, but I still do my own reels and my own videos because that's what I like to do. (laughs) So that's a good place to start. You can DM me from there. Also in my bio, there's a link to the course, but you can also just go to phone video One Hundred One and find it there. Oh, well, thank you so much for being
0: on the show today. I'll make every, make sure everything is in the show notes for you. And I look forward to checking out these apps that you mentioned. So thanks again.